1: You can go around binding this and claiming that and declaring whatever you want. If he hasn't instructed you in that, then you got nothing. Now, if he has led you, if he's spoken into your heart, if you're seeking him morning by morning and evening by, you know, if you're crying out to him, if you're, if you're doing the best, you know how to do, right? It's not up to us to get it perfect in the details. You you see what I'm saying? But it is up to us to at least pay attention and be following. Are we
0: going out and being led by God's authority or our own? In today's message from Pastor Robert, he teaches us through the book of 1 Peter that we need to do our best to follow God's will and plan for our lives. This doesn't mean we will be perfect in all the details, but we do need to be sure that we're following Him. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now turn to chapter two of First Peter and let's join Pastor Robert with part two of today's message. His love is the
1: How many of you have ever been in like, a, like such a thick fog bank or, 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 you know, maybe up in such a high altitude that you go up into the clouds, you know, and you, you ever been there? You, you know what I'm talking about? But now imagine it's actually the presence of God. It's the, the glory of God so incredibly thick and intense that you almost can't breathe. You have to stop what you're doing. That's what happened. And in chapter 7, God promised Solomon that his, his presence would remain there as long as they obeyed him. Sometimes we seem to think that obedience no longer matters to God. Because we're under his grace now. We can do whatever we want. You know, we can kind of do as we please and he'll bless us. And so Christians go around binding this and declaring that, and because they're living more for their own desires than for his glory, they're not walking in his divine authority. Do you understand what I just said? See, somehow, it's like we've, we've gotten the idea that we control the power of God in our lives, that we have authority. Well, I mean, I have a certain amount of authority, right, in my home, in my world, but my authority... Is incredibly puny can you see that I'm just a man and if I'm walking around and I'm living for myself and I'm doing whatever I thinks best whatever you know living according to my own wisdom and desires and well then I can declare whatever I want he's not backing me up it's not his authority it's just mine now if I'm going in his authority the way I've worded it before is if if I send my son with the authority to use my credit card to go and and buy something at Walmart, well, then he has every right to do that. But if he takes my credit card and just goes to Walmart to buy himself something that he wants, now we have a problem. Would you agree? I have a problem and he has a problem, right? Why? Because he's misappropriating this. I mean, he had no right to do that. It wasn't his to do that. If he goes and, and makes claims on my behalf that I never authorized him to make, we have a problem. But if I send him as my delegate, as my representative, well, then is he operating in his own authority? Is he operating in mine? He's operating in mine. I've delegated it to him. And that's kind of what we're talking about here. But see, we have Christians going around and the glory of God's presence is not the cloud that fills their lives. There's another cloud filling their lives, right? And everybody can see it. When they enter a room, nobody even notices because their lives are no different than anybody else's. They look just like everybody else in the room. There's no difference. They don't stand out. Second Corinthians chapter five, verse 18 says, now all things are of God. What does that mean? Well, It means that everything that is originated with him belongs to him. You see that? All things are of God. All things, everything that exists is under his authority For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. And then 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 18 reminds us, flee sexual immorality. Every sin that a man does is outside the body. He who commits sexual immorality sins against his own body. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own, for you were bought at a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit which are God's. You see, listen, you have spiritual authority only as his ambassadors in our world. You have great spiritual authority as his ambassadors in your world, but you only have spiritual authority as his ambassadors. In other words, if you're still full of yourself, well, then your own puny authority is all you have. But if you're choosing a lifestyle of Submission and obedience being filled with his holy Spirit morning by morning and day by day, well, then you walk in his authority. I remember a story one of the young guys in the church years ago he moved his family back he came from Panhandle area he moved, moved his family back up there, probably ten years ago now, but they were with us for a good ten years. I want to say, and, and he came to me one day he was uh, he was in the fashion industry, he was a model and He came to me one day really, really excited. He said, the Lord showed me something yesterday that blew my mind. I said, what do you you mean? He said, well, I was in a meeting. And he he shared with me who was in the meeting, all these advertising industry people. He was the only believer in the room. And somebody shared something that was completely unbiblical. And and this was someone who represented himself as, as a Christian but who was clearly, clearly living in such a way as to refute that claim. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, it's not, not judging anybody, just saying, okay, Jesus said you judge the fruit by the tree. Well, mango trees don't bear coconuts, and you look more like a coconut than a mango. So, And my friend, you know, he said, they turned to me and said, David, don't you agree? At first, it shocked me that they put me on the spot like that. And he said, then I realized that for one thing, God did it on purpose. It was deliberate. The other was that I was about to lose a very valuable client if I told the truth. And he said, I just, in that moment, I had such peace. He he said, "I, I I had a choice to make. I could either just smile and nod, pretend everything was all right, or gently and lovingly and respectfully say, no, actually, I don't agree, and here's why. And that's what he chose to do. I was really proud of him. The thing that he said the Lord showed him that had so gotten his attention was the authority that he had in that moment. Because he, he knew what he believed. He knew why he believed it. And he had the most amazing backup. God Almighty. Right? You see this? You know, it's, it's an amazing thing to consider. It's like sometimes, don't, don't you feel sometimes like you're, you're just confronting the most massive problem. A giant, right? All by yourself. But that's never true if you're his. Almighty God stands with those whom he sends as his representative. Now, again, again, see, our problem a lot of times as Christians is that we're going it on our own and we're hoping that he's following along behind us. No, God is not a fool. You understand that? Almighty God doesn't follow anyone. No, oh, he's your backup, absolutely, if you're going where he told you. He's with you. He's with you as you go. He's with you every step of the way. You see the difference that I'm trying to make here? A lot of times we're, we're off on our own mission. We're doing what we want to do. We're over here doing our own thing. And, and he's, Ephesians 2.10 says, he has preplanned the good works that he wants you walking in. So if the good works that he had prepared for you, if they lead over in this direction, but you decide you're gonna go to New Jersey instead, well, he's he's not gonna be in New Jersey with you. He's gonna let you go suffer in New Jersey because he's in Albuquerque waiting for you, right? You see what I mean? God is not so foolish as to be led by men, but when men follow him, he is faithful. And that's what I'm saying. You can go around binding this and claiming that and declaring whatever you want, if he hasn't instructed you in that, then you got nothing. Now, if he has led you, if he's spoken into your heart, if you're seeking him morning by morning and evening by, you know, if you're crying out to him, if you're, if you're doing the best you know how to do, right? It's not up to us to get it perfect in the details. You, you see what I'm saying? But it is up to us to at least pay attention and be following, be trusting him, be looking to him.
0: Thanks for tuning in today to Main Thing Radio. What you just heard may have set some questions off in your spirit about who Jesus is and why He's so important. If so, keep listening.
1: Thanks, Chris. You know, if you're listening today and, and you're thinking, man, I really need God in my life. You know, I, I've wandered away or, or maybe maybe you're just searching. It's the first time you're really getting serious about having a relationship with God. And, you know, I remember when I felt that way, and and to be honest, I, I, I felt really kind of exasperated and crummy and, and like it was probably impossible. Well, it's not impossible. The Bible says that God loves you so much right where you are. He understands that we're messed up. He, Bible tells us, I mean, he knows we're human. He knows that we're flawed. He knows that we're sinful, imperfect human beings. That's why the Bible says he sent Jesus in the first place to come and die on the cross, to pay for our sin, to pay for our wickedness, so that all we have to do is open our hearts to Him and receive the pardon, the forgiveness that He's offering. He wants a relationship with you. I'd love to give you more information about that. Listen, I'd love to pray with you about that, even if electronically. Just go to our website, MainThingRadio.com. There's all kinds of info on the website. Uh, about how to begin that relationship with Jesus, how, how to begin that that uh, personal relationship with God, how to study the Bible, we can give you all kinds of information about that if you'll just reach out to us and let us know that you need it.
0: Thanks, Pastor Robert. That website again is mainthingradio.com. We're so glad you joined us today, and be sure to tune in again to Main Thing Radio.